How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. Be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, on 1057 FM, The Fan. Well, the season's over. Best record in basketball. You were the one seed going into the playoffs. Everything was lined up nice and pretty for you. And you blew it. Totally screwed it all up. Came into the bubble. Didn't play well. Mind you, I was a sucker. Yeah, I was. I was. Because I thought that, hey, you know what? When it's time to go, they'll be ready. They can use Orlando as a tune-up. And then once we get to the Heat series, away we go. Uh, No, not exactly. Then on top of it, you're down three games to zero. Series pretty much over. Then Giannis, your MVP, was a chance to sign an extension that we all desperately want him to do coming up this fall. Gets hurt in game four. You figure out a way miraculously to win game four. And now game five comes. Giannis can't go. So you're without Giannis. Played fairly well. Until that third quarter where you had about, what, seven minutes of game time without scoring? Yeah, that's 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 not good. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. And you lose 103-94. Season done. And what I'm getting 
is a lot of, well, there'll be a lot of changes this offseason. We're going to get rid of Bledsoe. We're going to fire Boonholzer. Maybe we'll trade Middleton. We're going to overhaul this roster, and away we go. Doubt it. Doubt it. Like, don't even bother getting overly excited about that. Now, Mark Lazary's in charge. You still have Jamie Dine and Wesley Edens. But he essentially has final say. Interesting, just a little bit ago, Billy Donovan, the Oklahoma City uh, coach of the Thunder and the front office of the Thunder, could not come to terms on a contract extension. Billy Donovan somebody better than Boonholzer? Is that somebody you'd rather have than Boonholzer? I don't know. I asked Mayor Mitch off the air. He said, no, I'd rather have Budenholzer. So, do you make a change at coach with one year left on Giannis's deal, especially if he doesn't sign the contract extension, knowing that he likes him some Budenholzer? Because that's what this is going to be all about. I mean, for the next several months, all anybody's going to talk about is fire Budenholzer, trade Bledsoe, trade Middleton, get Chris Paul, That's going to be the narrative for the next several months. In reality, I I don't... Bledsoe might get traded, I guess. That's probably the most realistic option. I I don't... I'm not really convinced they have any intention of ever trading Chris Middleton. So you can just throw that one right out the window. Lazary or no Lazary. That's not happening. Then you look at Boonholzer. Again, the wild card is Mark Lazary. If... Wes Edens was in charge of this team. There's no way. There's just no way. Budenholzer would be here next year and see what happens. Because it is Mark, who is super-duper Bucks fan, and emotional Bucks fan like the rest of us, anything's possible. Anything's possible. What's not possible is for the Bucks to continue playing in the postseason because they lost 103-94. to 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan got some people on hold. We will get to you momentarily. First, let's go inside the box. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. On the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. And see what your favorite players did in today's game. Presented by Autos Wine and Spirits. Locally owned, offering the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor with everyday low prices at their seven Milwaukee locations. AutosWineAndSpirits.com. All right, so 103.94, the Miami Heat over the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. We go inside the Bucks box score, and then we'll get to your phone calls. Chris Middleton, not exactly what the last game was. 42 minutes, 8 of 25 from the floor, 2 of 9 from 3, 5 of 6 from the line, 23 points, 7 boards, 6 assists, a steal, and he fouled out at the end. Brooke Lopez, 37 minutes, 7 of 16 from the floor, 0 of 3 from 3. I said earlier on the big show, he had to have 4 or 5 threes for him uh, to really give him a chance. 15 points, 14 boards, 1 block shot uh, for Brooke Lopez. Bledsoe, not good. Not good. 36 minutes, 2 of 12 from the floor, 1 of 4 from 3, 4 of 6 from the free throw line, 9 points, 9 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 1 turnover. Wesley Matthews, 29 minutes, 3 of 6 from the floor, 0 of 3 from 3, 5 of 6 from the free throw line, 
11 points, one board, one assist, two steals, two block shots for Matthews. DiVincenzo, 28 minutes, 5 of 9 from the floor, 3 of 6 from 3, 4 of 5 from the line, 17 points, four boards, one assist, one steal, two turnovers. He fouled out as well earlier in the fourth quarter. Uh, off the bench, 28 minutes for George Hill, not good. One of eight, zero of three from three, two points, three boards, two assists. Marvin Williams, 21 minutes, five of 10, one of three from three, 11 points, eight boards, an assist, a turnover, probably his best game maybe of the entire series. 14 minutes from Pat Connaughton, one of three, one of one from the line, three points, two boards, one steal, never should have played. Kyle Korver, six minutes, one of two, one of one from three-point range, three points. He was far less of a factor than I thought he would have been in this series. 47.9% shooting for Miami. The Bucs, a measly 36.3. Three-point shooting, 11 of 31 for Miami. Only 9 of 33 for the Bucs. Free throws, 22 of 24. They were perfect until the very end. 22 of 24 at the free throw line for the Heat. 19 of 26 for the Bucs. That's not going to get it done. Rebounds, Bucks get hammered there, 48 to 41. And turnovers uh, on the night, 21 turnovers for the Heat, only 11 for the Bucks, and you still lost. Very rarely do you beat somebody by 10 turnovers and lose a basketball game, but that is exactly what happened tonight uh, to the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, I believe this person is Irv on the South Side. You're next on the Pick a Safe Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Good evening, Irv. Hey, Sparky. Hey, you know what? I, I I don't know what to say. I think we – I don't even know. Like, I'm going to blame this. Like, they blame everything else on COVID. I'm blaming the death of the Bucks tonight on COVID. And, not, and, and forgive me if, you know, people have family members lost to COVID, but it's just been this year. Like, this, it ruined the chemistry of the team. It ruined, uh, uh, ruined their momentum going into, you know, the season. It just, it just turned everything upside down. But that's probably, you know, a cop-out because the Bucks could have played better. Only thing I just hate about this team, we had a lot of dead weight on this team. DJ Wilson, uh, Sterling Brown, all these players on the bench that can't come in and, and contribute. You know, and I thought early in the season, you know, before we closed down, that we should have signed Jamal Crawford because you add another scorer that can create his um, a shot off the dribble when Bledsoe is having these bad games. And and I just think that was looking back at it, that was the worst signing that signed him after the playoffs he had last year. We re-upped on him. He did the same exact thing this year. So I just think we got to, if we want to keep Giannis, I don't know what it's going to take. I just really was seeing his demeanor through the, off this playoff. I don't know if he's coming back. Um, but like I said, we had too much dead weight, including his brother. If you did it as a courtesy. That's you know, exactly I, why you did it. You didn't bring that dude in because he could play. I'll tell you that much. You look at it tonight. When, when Milton went out the game, Bledsoe was off. There was really no offense in that in, in no. that, that game. Nope. So you got a lot of dead weight on this team. You need to you need to find players that can contribute, and that's what Miami had. You know, they had players that can come off the bench. None. You had Tyler Hero. You had the kid out of Michigan. You had all uh, Olenek. All these players that can contribute off the bench, and we only had two tonight. So that's that's my gripe about this series. That it's just too much dead weight on this team. Yeah, hey, look, and I don't necessarily disagree with you. Thanks for the call. I, I don't necessarily disagree that Sterling Brown, you know, he can play some defense, but he, they didn't bother to even play him at all in this series. What he could have done against Sterling Brown or against Jimmy Butler, I don't know, but they, they weren't interested in putting him out there. Uh, Robin Lopez, I've asked for him the entire series. Did Bud bother? Nope. 
served no point of being on the team. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. So you got him for the regular season? That's what you got him for? I, I guess that's why you got him. Uh, yeah, I, I think when you look at this, and you look around the NBA, there aren't a lot of teams that you're going to go to their 11th and 12th guy on their bench and say, oh yeah, they're going to, they can give you 20 minutes on a given night. I, I just, those teams are uh, non-existent. And maybe you can find one or two, maybe. And I don't even know if you can find one or two that 11 and 12 uh, play a big role. I, I that That's where I struggle. But again, you know, can they change bench players? Could they get rid of Brown? Sure. Could they get rid of DJ Wilson? Yep. Corver, uh, sure. Uh, who else do you want? Who else would you want to get rid of? Marvin Williams. Could they move on from Marvin Williams? Yeah. Ursan Ilyasova. Yeah, they can move on from him. Robin Lopez. They can move on for him. I mean, pretty much everybody on their bench, they can pretty much move on from their entire bench. They could redo the entire bench all the way through and have a completely uh, new bench at that point. George Hill. Yeah, they can move on for him. I don't think they will because he's too big of a leader in that locker room. But maybe. But for the most part, that entire bench can be gotten rid of and moved on from. Pat Connaughton, see ya. Uh, DiVincenzo, I think they keep him unless they figure out a way to to make a trade and somebody wants DiVincenzo. Wesley Matthews, they could probably move on from him. But I think Bledsoe, Lopez, Middleton, Giannis probably all return. We'll see. And I think of all of them, the one that's most likely to move, if there would be one, is Bledsoe. Let's go to Trell on the north side. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show with me, Steve Sparky. Five after the Bucks lose 103 to 94. Man, no disappointing failed season. Are you trying uh, to keep your hopes up early in the series? You were trying. You were fighting hard. I, I give you credit. I did, Sparky. You I tried. I believe that we weren't going to be paper champions this year. I learned a lot about this team and somewhat about this organization. And the biggest thing I, I learned about this team is something that I don't know how they're going to fix, but they're going to have to find the way uh, to fix it this offseason. Uh, we're pretty soft this series. Um, we were soft the, uh, the last four games of that Toronto series, too. So that has to change if you plan to advance in the playoffs because it, it may not be the Heat next year. It may be another team that plays physical. How are you going to respond to that? So far, we haven't responded to that well in the playoffs. So, um, right now, I think we're dealing with a team that's kind of soft, that's going to receive a lot of flack in the national media. And I, I can't argue with you. You had two dominant regular seasons in a row, and you fell out in the playoffs two years in a row. Um, as far as the, the coaching change, um, I mean, realistically, I don't think they're going to get rid of Boone over. But if they did explore, I would not be upset at all um, because I think that nowadays when coaching, like the, you see the, co- the coaching hire, like Steve Nash, it's more about how you relate to your players and can you employ a system that's going to make your great the players that are great on your team better. And one thing about Boonehoser is his system is great in the regular season, but once you start playing more high-quality defensive teams, Later on in the playoffs, where they can take your strength away from you and you don't and you can't combat it, um, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if he's ever going to change that. And he's not. If we want to be a championship organization. I mean, some at some point they're going to either have to make him change that, or he's going to be stubborn and going to part ways with them. Obviously, you can well imagine we got a ton of calls. But quickly, Billy Donovan, Boonholzer, who do you want? 
honestly, Sparky, I like Donovan. I like him, and especially if, if we're able to get Chris Paul, I would, I would love that. I mean, we definitely got to move away from Bledsoe, and I think they're going to do that with those two first-round picks too, hopefully, and whatever else we got to do. And See, uh, for, another for, for, for me, right, for me, um, the Billy Donovan thing, uh, is interesting. ESPN story and Billy Diamond, Oklahoma City uh, Thunder, deciding against pursuing a contract extension and parting ways. Then Wojnowski literally just tweeted 15 seconds ago, the Bulls are expected to have interest in considering Donovan for the franchise's head coaching job. The Bulls are just completing a first round of interviews with several candidates. If Mark Lazary wants Billy Donovan, he can have Billy Donovan. Without question. Not even a question. If he wants him, he can have him. Is he better than Boonholzer? That really is the debate at this point. Thanks for the call. And every time, you know, somebody talks about firing a coach, when McCarthy was a coach of the Packers, and you'd say, I'll fire McCarthy. Gary Ellerson always say, oh, really? And who are you going to bring in better? Who's going to be better than Mike McCarthy? You want to get rid of him? Fine. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Who are you going to replace him with? That's always the response. Well, now Bucks fans have a response. I want Billy Donovan. Say what you want about Billy Donovan, but his Oklahoma City team, Played pretty well considering everything that happened down there. You lose Kevin Durant. You end up somehow or another getting yourself uh, Paul George. Then you lose Paul George and Russell Westbrook. You end up with Chris Paul. And they still end up being uh, a postseason team with essentially Chris Paul and a bunch of young dudes. That's that's pretty impressive to me. I don't know about everybody else, but to me, that was that was pretty impressive. Ron and Whitefish Bay, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show here on The Fan. What's up, Ron? Good evening, uh, Sparky. Uh, I've watched Eric Bledsoe in the playoffs and the last, what, two, three years, and he's just terrible, you know? They've got to get rid of him. And I, I know it wasn't a one-for-one because one it didn't exactly happen at the same time, but signing him over Brogdon, and don't tell me that Brogdon wouldn't stay here. I just think he wanted to play point. That was a... It was a bad mistake, don't you agree? Not for twenty million dollars. He's not worth twenty million dollars. No. Nope. Well, well, what's Bledsoe? He's getting like eighteen. No, I don't think he's making that much. Yeah, I yeah. think he. Uh, hold on, I'm here. I'll, I'll, I'll call it up. I, I'm not paying. I'm not paying. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen thousand. Yeah, okay. fifteen million. I should say fifteen okay. million. That's five million less a year than Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Okay. Well. I don't know. My opinion, I think he's a better player. A lot of people like Malcolm Brogdon. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying he ain't worth $20 million for me at the end of the day. He's a he's a, a good, solid, steady you know point guard, kind of like Andre Miller. And Andre Miller had a very successful year uh, in the NBA. But $20 million to put yourself into the luxury tax if you're an owner, is he that much of a difference maker to put yourself in the luxury tax? And obviously the Bucks owners thought not. Okay, well, if, if let's say we try to move on for Bledsoe, I don't know, we, we'd have to do the research, but are there any you know decent point guards out there that they could get? That's going to have to be in trade, and you're going to have to acquire somebody else's point guard in order to make it work at the end of the day, Ron. Thanks for the call. A lot of people want Chris Paul, but that's 40-some million dollars uh, at the end of the day that you're going to have to spend uh, in order to get that done. Bucks lose today 103-94. to Come up on the losing end. Their buck season is over as well. We'll take a quick time. I'll come back. More of your calls. Line them up. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan will eye up the enemy, and we'll also give you an updated injury report here on The Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. 
This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Buck season over. Bucks playoff run over. Giannis does not play, and it mattered a lot. Bucks lose 103 to 94 to the Miami Heat tonight as we eye up the enemy. Four of the five starters for the Heat end up in double figures. Not one player on the Heat team get to 20 points. Not one player on the Heat team get to 18 points. Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic both end up with 17 points uh, on the night. Crowder ends up with 16 and 6. Adebayo, 13 and 6. No, no special games by anybody. Because the Bucs defense was simply that good for a majority of the game. That's how you cost 21 turnovers. Set up a four, and the last post game showing on the big show, their defensive intensity went to a completely different level than we have not seen this entire time they've been in the bubble once Giannis went out. I mean, way, way better defensively. They would have played this type of defense when Giannis was healthy. They probably would have won two games instead of losing three games. 14 points for Tyler Hero. He just rips your heart out. The Whitnell native right over here by the radio station. 14, 8 boards, 6 assists. Kills you. 12 points for Kelly Olnick. Never liked that dude. Still don't like that dude. 12 points and 6 boards. They had 21 turnovers. You had 11 and you still got beat. 103-94. Quickly here. A couple of things. In the break, I get a notification from ESPN. goes across my phone. This is what it says. Uh, and this is from ESPN Plus or whatever. I'm not spending my money on that. But if you have it. Will Giannis ask for a trade or sign Supermax to stay? Question mark. Here are the potential outcomes for the superstar. Bobby Marks. Wonderful. Game literally just ended and boop, there it is. They'd been sitting on that for probably, oh, I don't know, six months waiting to send that thing out. So fine. So that gets sent out. Then after that, I it comes to me. I, I tell Mitch, Mitch Ross, other side of the glass, he was in here in the break, our executive producer. I said, Mitch, this is how you end all of this stuff because this is going to be obnoxious and awful for the next several months. Do you know how you end this? Hmm? Giannis says, I want to be on a Zoom call. Tell everybody I'm doing a Zoom right now. Get it up in front of me. Get the Zoom up in front of him. He sits down, and this is what he says. For those of you wondering whether or not I'm going to sign my Supermax extension or not sign it, I am signing it. Me and Mark Lazary are all set to sign it. It's a done deal. I'm not playing anywhere but the city of Milwaukee. I love this city. I love this team. I'm in Milwaukee for the foreseeable future so we can stop talking about where I'm going because I'm not leaving. I'm staying here in Milwaukee. Any questions, let me know. That's all I got to say. Have a good night. And walk away from the camera. And that's it. Case closed. Go home. We're done. Do you, Will he do that? Doubt it. Do you really think that would stop ESPN? Oh, well, that, that's the end of it. I mean, you just say you that. think so. And then, and then when you're done with that, then you call Malika Andrews over personally, and you tell her, your sources tell you, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Do you understand? Good. Make sure to go with those sources. Well, and then you call Stephen A. Smith up on his personal phone, and you go, your sources tell you, I'm not leaving either. Skip and all those other clowns, whatever. But you two... No, I'm not leaving, and you make sure to tell everybody that I'm not leaving. That's what you do. If you're serious and you're not leaving and all this loyalty stuff you've preached for five years is I'm not leaving, I'm seeing my jersey go up, I want to win a championship, blah, 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 blah. If that's what it is, here's your opportunity. End it. End it right now. Cut it off at the legs and be done with it. Okay, well, Paul George did basically the same thing. Signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder when nobody thought he was going to. Everybody yes. thought he got traded there. Just to leave, and but, but everybody remember, thought the Thunder were taking a, but, uh, an opportunity to get a superstar for once to pair 
uh, with but Mitch. Uh, who, Mitch. He's not Giannis. I know he that. didn't come up in that organization. But so I'm just saying. That, so l- to l- me, none of that matters at all at this point. To me, you are the one that's been telling everybody on the face of the earth that you're loyal to this city. You're not leaving. You've been saying it. You stopped saying it when the season started. Then you didn't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, well, season's over. So get to talking about you not leaving again. Because if he doesn't do it, if he doesn't take the opportunity, then all he's doing is opening his arms up and go, please speculate about me all offseason. Please, go ahead. I'm, I'm open to it. Go ahead and speculate. And, and that is going to be awful. I, I just I just think that if Giannis could do that tomorrow, right, what you say there? No, do, tonight. Do, he, he could do it tonight. tonight. He could do it right now. Right now. And if they run it back with the same team and end up in the same spot they did this year, those people are going to be, is he going to demand a trade? No. Is he going to force well, his way out? Maybe. maybe. Nothing that has could, changed. Right, That's the right, third right, year sure. in a row. You won 60 games, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Three-time MVP that now, could, Giannis Nedekumbo. Mitch, Mitch, that could happen, and I don't care as a Bucks fan because the deal is signed. He True. doesn't care because the deal is signed. Everybody stays put. They can speculate after that. But we're talking about ending this now for this offseason. Let's go to Neil in Detroit. You're next on the Pick is a Pro Hoops Post Game Show after the Heat beat the Bucks 103-94. Hey, Sparky, I'm glad I'm not the only one fired up after uh, this uh, game tonight. Because I'm just dreading, uh, I'm dreading the offseason. I really am. Because yeah. it's just going to be brutal. Thankfully, we got the Packers to talk about, but goodness. Yeah. So um, I'm going to forget, forego Eric Bledsoe because I'm done with him. I heard what some of your previous callers. We talked about that on Sunday. I'm not going to talk about that. The defense that they played tonight uh, was incredible. And my son and I watched the game Sunday, and he said something that I didn't note. And I watched the game tonight, and doggone it if he isn't right. I never thought I would say this about Coach Bud. His rotations were god-awful. There's two of them that just ripped my heart out. Where was the best defender on the court the whole night for the first seven and a half minutes of the fourth quarter? I was watching with my wife. I said, where is Wes Matthews? Did he get hurt? I wondered, maybe I missed it. Did he get hurt? And finally, with 4.50, whatever, he comes in. Where in the heck was Wes Matthews? The second thing on the rotation, early on, Kyle Corbett comes in. He hits a shot, hits his first one. I'm like, you know what? He could go crazy. They even said it on the telecast. And then for the rest of the game, where was he after he made one bad foul uh, following a jump shooter, which half of our team did that, it seemed like, throughout the series. But the rotations, the consistency of who was in, who was out, uh, it, it was non-existent. And there's no, there's no way they had any flow anyway. But the defensive effort they gave, oh, my goodness. They deserved to win that game if they wouldn't have had to play offense. No, I, 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 I totally got you. Thanks for the call, Neil. Got some breaking news on the fan concerning the Bucks and plans for one player. Breaking news on the fan brought to you by Pennzoil. Motor oil is made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Mark Spears just tweeted out Bucks forward Marvin Williams telling the undefeated he is retiring from playing in the NBA after 15 seasons. Quote, I've been very blessed. God has been very, very good to me. End quote, Marvin Williams. Marvin Williams done as an NBA player you just watched his last professional basketball game. All right, we'll come back, take more of your calls. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Quickly, let's do this. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. 
McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so the Bucks come up on the losing end tonight to the Miami Heat, 103-94. So sad. So very, very sad. Injury situation, Giannis obviously still not out and uh, doesn't really matter at this point. He's got a whole offseason to get better. Outside of Giannis, everybody else healthy on this Bucks team uh, heading into the offseason as far as we know. Take a quick time. I'll come back get more of your calls. For those of you wanting Ram on the north side, yeah, he's on hold. Uh, so is uh, Kwame's on the phone. Tony's on the phone. Still room for you as well. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. Did that really just happen? It's time for the are you kidding me moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so the Bucks come up on the losing end tonight, 103 to 94. Yeesh. Not pretty. And the season is over. The are you kidding me moment of the game. Boy, was Eric Bledsoe bad tonight. Man, he was bad. Too, too bad. Two of 12, one of four from three, four of six from the line, nine points. Did have a couple of boards, nine assists, couple of steals, two blocks, but you needed way more offense from Eric Bledsoe if you were going to win that game. That's the are you kidding me moment of the game. Uh, let's go to Kwame. You're next on the Pickett's A Pro Hoops post game show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Hello. What's up, Kwame? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. I got to tell you, uh, Sparky, I'm with you. Covington should not have been playing tonight. And I got to tell Terrell, I feel you, baby, because Bledsoe will be disappearing. And I'll be thinking that, like you said, uh, Sparky, we all seem to want Chris Paul and his 40 mil. Before I just heard the update about Marvin Williams, I was thinking about Bledsoe, Marvin Williams, um, Julia Sova, and the first-round pick for Chris Paul because I think that will put us over the top. And as far as the coaching goes, we picked up Robin's brother from Chicago. He's a post-up center. Yep. That's who I wanted playing. All about that. Yep. So I don't understand. And and I agree with you a thousand percent. Let's get Donovan in. Let's take a page from Toronto and get rid of Coach of the Year because another coach has been here and win a championship. Well, Billy Donovan is out there. Now, whether or not they want to go get Billy Donovan in place of Bootenholzer, I don't know. But when you have a superstar player and an MVP and Giannis, you kind of got to, in my opinion, uh, some don't agree with me on this, but for me, I need to talk to Giannis to make sure he's good if we're moving on from Bootenholzer. Because if he says, if you move on from Bootenholzer, I'm not signing. And then you can't move on from Bootenholzer. I mean, Giannis, Giannis holds all the cards in this thing. I agree. Look, I agree with everything you said tonight, Except get rid of the whole bench. Yeah, I like Sterling Brown, and I you can keep him. I'm just saying, from a contractual standpoint, you can redo the whole bench if you want. That's what I'm saying. You have no long-term contracts that are going to hold you back from redoing the bench if that's something you want to do as a general manager. I understand, but I also feel that the coach uses players better because I believe Sterling Brown is a good player for his price. I think we win for what he puts on the court, and also, like I said. Mr. Lopez should have been down low post. 
Agreed. Him and his brother should have been there at the same time. But Budenholzer doesn't. would have had trouble. Budenholzer doesn't believe in in posting and playing in the low block. Clearly, he never has. He hasn't. Playoff. the I know for the last two years, he he's just doesn't does not a fan of it. Thanks for the call. He'll do it one or twice down the uh, down the the floor, and that'll be the extent of it. Tony and Racine, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show after the Bucks get eliminated from the playoffs by the Miami Heat. Sparky, Sparky, calm down, bro. What I'm about to say, you're going to think I'm crazy. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, Tony. Let me tell you something, bro. All this, let's go get Chris Paul. We ain't going to be able to do it because we simply ain't got the funds. We should have kept Malcolm Brogdon, but we didn't want to pay the luxury. Correct. Now, check this out. What I'm about to tell you is going to truly make sense. And before you overreact, just think about what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, uh. You need a playmaker that makes plays in big moments, right, at point guard. Uh-huh. And he out there, and he wouldn't cost us a whole lot. But when I say this, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'll take him over Bledsoe and George Hill. When the lights are bright, he come, he come to play. Who am I talking about, Sparky? I have no idea. Brandon Jennings? Who are you talking he about? He has his best games in Milwaukee. That dude they call Derek Rose. Oh, That's Lord. In what uniform. With Derek Rose oh. and, and Giannis, now, now – now we decent. With DiVincenzo coming off the bench or, or Frank Mason, really you can get rid of Bledsoe and George Hill if you give me their roles. Because now I can give DiVincenzo more minutes and I can give Frank, Frank Mason more minutes. And bye-bye Hill and, and Bledsoe. Bye-bye. Give me Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, Derek Rose uh, you would have to trade for. Derrick Rose has one more year left on his contract. Not for a lot of money. We're only talking about $7.6 million. Uh, so a more than feasible deal to make if you wanted to trade for Derrick Rose. Blackpool's luggage to Mitchell International Airport and and send him to Detroit. Give me Derrick Rose. And that is something that might be feasible. To be honest with you, that is something that could be done. That is not outlandish or crazy. That might be something that could be worth exploring. Thanks for the call. So I I hear you, man. Thanks for the call. I got to get to another quick time out here because again, remember the Bucks had interest in D Rose once before, and it never played out. So we know at one point this front office liked D. Rose. Will they like him again over saying Eric Bledsoe? Don't know. But this this organization has history with making deals with Detroit, clearly. Uh, so that's good. Now, whether or not that is something that could happen, I I to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't be crazy mad about that. I'd be okay with it. They want to give Derrick Rose a, a try for a year uh, with one year left on his deal and an unrestricted free agent, fine. Give him a try. Hopefully he stays healthy because that's what you're banking on. If healthy, yeah, Derrick Rose is better than Eric Bledsoe for certain. Defensively, I'm not so sure, but offensively, yeah, definitely better than him. All right, Ram on the north side. Frank in Phoenix, Arizona. Still room for you, too. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan. Bucks lose. Season over. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so the Milwaukee Bucks come up on the losing end to the Miami Heat 103-94 to tonight. Season is over. Once you find out Giannis wasn't playing tonight, I think a majority of people say, well, they're probably going to lose. I'm guessing that's how that played out in many of people's minds. But 
the all-defensive teams came out today, and Giannis obviously was part of uh, the first-team all-defense in the NBA. Part of the second-team all-defense in the NBA today, Eric Bledsoe and this guy. Ahead out of bio. Dragic cutting. Out of bio receiving. Lopez defending. Picked up by Hill. Herbal's on the side. Takes it the other way. Lopez. Out of bio defends. Woof. Well, why not? Why not, Mr. Lopez? You got the block at the other end. Doing a great job of protecting the paint and run the floor so you can be rewarded for it. All right, so there you go. Uh, that highlight uh, again tonight. There's Reggie Miller, and uh, yeah, it's exciting stuff uh, from Reggie Miller tonight on TNT. Now back to the phone calls we go. Let's go to Ram on the north side. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Good evening, Ram. What's going on, Sparky? You tell me, Ram. So, how, how would you sum up this season for the Bucks? Um, they 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 play strong. They play good regular season like they almost did the yeah. Before. And, no, um, no. I just no. never felt that. They Time run on deck. Um, I just like I go back to always keep saying free agency 2019. I just wouldn't assign Bledsoe and Middleton to that money. And looking at that bubble, when you look at some of those stars that are in there that are that'll be free agents and were free agents that year. We should have packaged some players and got one of them to go with Giannis. Because what you saw in that last game, we had nobody that could score. I mean, they put defense. You had nobody that could score. Booker can get a shot off. Bradley Bill can get a shot off. But and we don't have a guy like that. No. And you could pick up a you could pick up a point guard. I take Lonzo Ball. I take I take Lonzo Ball. He can push the pace. He can play defense. Now, if you talk about winning a title, you gotta have title winning players. You know, but I just think like from this point forward, um, they gotta make a splash. These last callers from the people they were talking about, none of those players are not going to do. you got to get somebody that's in their prime, middle-level NBA All-Star, right there on the cusp, if you're trying to contend. You know, that's what I think. Other than that, you're just playing around, man. They're just talking, man. I'm just I'm just talking straight basketball talk. If that's what you're trying to do, let's go around telling people you're going to win a title you have title-winning players. I mean, just keep it 100, uh, Sparky. That's what I see. All right, sounds good. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, uh, Ray. Look, yes, you have to get better players. No question about that. Uh, at the end of the day. And I, and I understand that we want to make improvements in different areas, right? I get that. Um, but for me right now, when you look at uh, this offseason, the first thing you have to focus on is Giannis's contract extension. The second thing you have to focus on is who's going to be the head coach of this basketball team going forward. So whether that's Lazary uh, coming out and saying, hey, look, we're riding with Boonholzer for another year, or that's John Horst or Peter Fagan, whoever, you need to quickly put your arms around Boonholzer and say, we know it was a difficult season, but we were in the bubble. Circumstances were out of our control. Our MVP got hurt, was never the same after he sprained his ankle in game three. Uh, we fully believe that if this would have been a regular you know, postseason experience with fans in the stands and everything else, we would have been fine and we would have been in the finals with a chance to win a championship. But that's not how it played out. That's not our coach's fault. And we expect to be back next year stronger than ever. You have to say something along those lines relatively quickly here. Because if you don't, uh, then there's just going to be more and more people talking about Bud's job going forward. And with Billy Donovan out there now, because him in Oklahoma City couldn't come to terms on a deal, now everybody's going to want Billy Donovan in there going forward. Frank in Phoenix, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, here on The Fan. 
Oh, Sparky, after that third quarter, I thought they'd become honorary members of the Masonary, uh, Masons Union, the old bricks they threw up. It was disgusting. I mean, I almost turned on Judge Judy because I was so disgusted. It's just, it's just sad. It looks like, it looks like we need definitely a better guard play. And I got one, one guy, and he's out here, and I don't know if they can get him, but Devin Booker would be awesome on the Bucks. Uh, yeah, but he's not available. That's not happening. Yeah, I don't know. What What do you think they can do? I mean, what can they package? I mean, they, they seem to be all discombobulated. Sometimes they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off out there. Like, they don't even know what they're doing. Right. And see, that's in that part of that is coaching to a certain degree, obviously, uh, as far yeah. as how they look. But I think the other part of it tonight is you just didn't make shots. I mean, that killed you. You shoot 30 per 6%. I don't care how good your offense is if you're not making right. shots. And Bledsoe, 2 of 12, a couple of those were forced up, driving to the driving to the rim and forcing up shots, hoping to get foul calls and not getting them. Uh, that obviously hurts you. Middleton didn't shoot the ball well, 8 of 25, 2 of 9 from 3. That didn't help you at this point. Nah. Three-point shooting was brutal. Lopez didn't hit a three. Matthews didn't hit a three. George Hill didn't hit a three. There was just a lot of bad things going on. It wasn't necessarily, I don't think, execution. He only turned it over 11 times. It was more along the lines of just everybody went cold. And once that happened, yeah. it was curtains for you, Frank. And it all happened at once. It was just scary. I just, I just hope Giannis um, can stick around for a few more years. I, I know it's going to be tough. Milwaukee's not a free agent destination by any means, but, you know, if you got Giannis there, maybe somebody will step up and say, hey, I'll go play with Giannis. But yeah, I, I just, play for this team. <laughs> I have little I have little hope of anybody st- stepping up and saying they want to play in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at this point. Thanks for the call, Frank. I just do. I, I don't – I have little hope that some superstar is going to want to come play here. And, and because of Milton's contract, you really don't have room for a third player at this point of that magnitude of player. Andy in Waukesha, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show after the Bucks lose to the Heat tonight, 103-94. As we broadcast live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios. What's up? What's up, Sparky? Hey, why don't we go after Bradley Beal? I mean, who cares if he ain't good at defense? We got enough guys that play defense. He might be available, sure. Yep, and you're going to have to give up something to get him, though, and that's the thing is what are you going to give up in order to go get him? They, They got a point guard. So they don't want they don't want Eric Bledsoe at this point. So what do you have to give up for Eric for to go get him? That that's the issue. You don't have anything unless you're trying to trade Middleton for Beal straight up. Unless that. unless that's something you know you want to talk about. God knows those two have been linked and compared time and time again for the all of this last regular season. What about Bledsoe, Jonathan, and Divincenzo? For what? For Beal. Why would they want to do that? They have John Wall. Why would they want that? I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, that's just it, though, Andy. I mean, it, I'm okay making a trade, but you have to be able to make a trade for guys that need something, right? Where you have an asset they want, they have an asset you want, and then it still takes two to make that dance work at the end of the day. It does. It still takes two to make that dance work. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. 
All right, so we'll hear from Coach Boonholzer here momentarily. 103-94, heat over the Bucks. Tim Allen joins us now to talk about the Brewers. Well, hey, look, they, they tried to rally there in the ninth inning against the Tigers, but came up short 8-3, to Timmy. It's final in Detroit, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's now a losing streak. The Brewers have lost three consecutive games Saturday, Sunday, and now here Tuesday. And in that effort, they've scored three, six, seven runs. Seven Sheesh. runs. And three of them. Three of them just came in the ninth inning. Uh, the tying run in this game was on deck. So you give you give them a finish, boys. Yeah, Come the base on, is loaded finish. with Gamble up. Well, Bob Euchre would say, give them a, let's give them a finish, boys. And they gave him a little bit of a finish. Needed one more man on to get Keston up there as the tying run. Things get a little dicey. I will say this, that... Um, the Brewers are well within their means of making the playoffs. They've hit their bottom out mark, and I know that sounds like, oh boy, four games under five hundred at eighteen and twenty-two, but they've got nine games left against the second place St. Louis Cardinals. That's what you got to focus on right now. You've got a lot of head-to-head. First two teams in each of these divisions get into the playoffs, guys. So I know it looks a little daunting at at four under five hundred. Losing three in a and row. The Cardinals, they lost to the Twins today, seven to three. I, you just need one hot streak. And then they won the second game of the doubleheader, six to four. You got a game tomorrow against Detroit at noon. That's a noon start. Um, and then, then another off day on Thursday. But then you start the gauntlet three against the Cubs, five against, let's see, one, two, three, four, five against the St. Louis Cardinals in just three days. That's where you need to make hay. Right Season there. could be over if. Things don't go well, though. Now, was this, how bad of a sports day was this uh, in the state of Wisconsin, in the city of Milwaukee here? Brewers get their brains beat out. Bucks have their season end. I do recall a September once in which the Chicago Bears beat the Packers and the Cubs beat the Brewers yep. in, a, in a pretty pivotal game uh, for the Brewers and Cubs. And, and you know, anytime you lose to the Bears, that's, that's a big day. So I, I don't know if... If uh, if this is worse than that, but this is rather disappointing night of sports for sure. Yeah, I would probably agree with you on that. No question. Uh, we were just about to get into Mr. Bootenholzer, but if you have Brewers calls, if you have Bucks calls, Tim is here for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. I'm here for the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Yuck. Studios. Let's hear from you. we got some Bucks calls online. Still room for you, though. If you want to hop on and talk about Brewers or Bucks, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Here is Coach Bootenholzer after the loss. I know the other day you were talking about how the, the locker room is kind of a sacred place. What's your general message to the guys after after the game today? It's a sacred place, Matt. You just said it. Um, I'm, I'm proud of the guys. Uh, they, they left it out there, and I'll just say I'm very proud of them. And um, give, give credit to Miami. Give credit to Eric Spolstra, the players. Um, you know, they did a, a, a fabulous job. Um, you know, a lot of respect for Miami and their program their players, their coaches. Um, so credit to those guys for what they did in this series and what they did tonight. Eric name. Uh, after falling in the postseason last year, you guys largely came back with similar strategies and tactics and you guys made some tweaks and adjustments, but falling in the postseason again, does it feel like you need to make more drastic changes to what it is that you guys do offensively and defensively going forward? 
I mean, we just we just played a five game series. Had a you know heck of an effort tonight. The way the guys competed and played. You know, there's going to be time to look at and think. And you know, I think we're always trying to find ways to get better, and, and we'll do that again. Um, but right now, we we just uh, you know had our season um, come to a conclusion, and just got to digest that. In this game, obviously, you guys leaned on Chris a lot in Game Four. Uh, had some jumpers that were short tonight. Obviously, I think you could see his legs were feeling that a little bit. How do you feel about his effort? And then, you know, guys like Brooke and Eric that also played a lot. Yeah, Chris Chris laid everything out there, the whole group. They left everything they had. Um, you know, it's 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 tough. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to do everything they can for each other, uh, moving, playing fast, defending, guarding, and um, you got to do it all. And I think uh, you know Chris. Chris felt good. He he actually never wanted to come out. So um, you know, Bled, Brooke, they all they all did um, what we expected of them. They competed. They stayed together. They played together. Um, and we weren't you know we couldn't get it done tonight. Jeff Zilgit. Do you think there was a discernible difference in the way you guys played in the restart compared to through March 11th, and, and, and maybe what you account? For the difference in play and was that four and a half month layoff just a little bit too much for your team well the four and a half month layoff for our team wasn't any different than any other teams that came here to orlando to compete and try and um, you know be the last team standing so um you know we had a heck of a year um you know through march 11th a lot a lot of good things a lot of positives um you know and we had our moments here in orlando but uh ultimately um you know uh, we just we weren't able to to get it done. So I you know I think everybody's got dealing with the same circumstances. Eric Woodyard, coach, you've always been the guy to you know accept responsibility. You know, never run from excuses or anything like that. But do you feel like guys were, you know, fully prepared just with everything that was going on outside the court? You know, the, the social justice instances and everything like that. Uh, do you feel like guys were fully prepared to, to to really lock in mentally to play in the playoffs this year? Like, where, where where do you see like, you know, guys' mindset? You know, this year, do you feel like they were where they needed to be? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, there's no doubt that you know every I think every player, every coach, every team, every organization came down here with, you know, two things that were important to them, and you know, keeping uh, you know the voice and the light, and fighting for social justice and all those things. Um, we're not any different. Every team's been fighting for it. Everybody's been making it a priority. And then you got to go and win and compete and get your mind where it's supposed to be for the game. And I thought our guys did that. Um, you know, they're fully capable of doing both. And uh, that's what's required of, of us today. And our guys' mindset, their focus, their effort, um, I, I, I can only commend them. Sam Amick. Uh, the one difference with your squad, you guys were the ones where George wasn't comfortable playing, the team ended up deciding not to play. I know you're not a psychologist, but do you feel like the team was able to recover from the of that choice and the gravity of it and get back to playing the kind of ball they wanted to play? Yeah, and there's no doubt that's a that was a big moment. You know, we feel like, um, you know, the entire league, all the players, our team, you know, was – um, on the right side of history, and for our group, it was uh, it was significant. Um, but I think you know it, it could, you know, if all of a sudden we played well and won a bunch of games, it could have been our rallying point, right? That would probably be the question if we'd won. Um, I think both things are overplayed and overstated, and 
Um, you got to go out and play. You got to you got to defend. You got to rebound. You got to take care of the ball. You got to make shots, and you got to fight for social justice. You got to fight for things you believe in. And so, um, certainly, we were in the middle of it. Um, it was significant, but uh, it's just part of life. And I, I would say, you know, it, it could have helped us and may have helped us. I know it helped us as humans. Well, that's the most important thing. At least you're better humans after that whole thing is all said and done. I'm happy for you. Uh, there is uh, Coach Boonholzer after the Bucks lose to the Miami Heat, 103-94. to Let's take a look at Twitter. That's courtesy of Hupian Abraham, injured. Call Hupian Abraham, voted best, rated best year after year. Hupian Abraham, visit Hupian.com today. Connect with them on Facebook and on Twitter. As you can imagine, lots and lots and lots of tweets uh, coming in. Jay Zilla says, I regret we didn't get a real Deer District experience this year. The Bucks in the playoffs. Never forget being down there with Sir Charles and company and Tom for the hype last year. I was able to get over there on Sunday and make the best of it uh, at least. Uh, another one from Landock, I think is how you say it, tweets out the fan. Everyone on this roster not named Giannis should be tradable. If Giannis demands the moon, the Bucks front office should be doing everything and anything possible to acquire the moon. Don't know if they can do it, but give me C.J. McCollum uh, to run the point. I don't think McCollum or Dame Lillard are going anywhere uh, in Portland. That's just wishful thinking uh, at this point. Uh, this is this is what I'm thinking right now, that, and this is just me. But now that the dust is starting to settle on this Bucks uh, season, we have to talk about what what is and clearly. There's no question that people are thinking that, see, Milwaukee sports or Wisconsin sports never has any good luck. It's just always something, right? It's always, it's always this. It's always that. It's always a key injury. It's always something. Well, you know what? The shutdown cost this team a ton, and it may have cost them an NBA title. That's just me. That's, that's my opinion because they were rolling. They had everything. They had everything going. Top-ranked defense. Giannis was having a spectacular season again. Everything is rolling just fine. You knew they were going to take the next step. Everyone felt they were going to take the next step, right? Absolutely. Everybody thought they'd be in the NBA Finals at worst-case scenario. May not win, right. but they'll at least be there. Okay. So what what happens? And, and I hate to sound like others, but it, it kind of rings true here. S- just whatever it was, it happened. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just, once you get all the ducks lined up, just this happened. And no one could, could have predicted this. But it's like saying injuries are not an excuse. They are an excuse. They're, they're the best excuse in the world to lose. Because you don't have your frontline guys there. And Giannis being one here, it was a little more than just the Giannis in, injury. I think we all know that. I, I'm talking about the shutdown. The shutdown cost these guys, and it may have cost them an NBA title. And I will say this, that if it's this sort of bad luck that happens to this state in terms of sports, just something always seems to get in the yep. way, the worm will turn. It will. It did I'll turn. I promise you. It did turn. We got a superstar on the Bucks, and he was not. He was a project that had the work ethic to get himself to being a back-to-back MVP. Never in my life did I think I would get a chance to see a superstar play for the Milwaukee Bucks, and we got one. Now, if we, don't, Red. If, we, stop. <laughs> if we don't capitalize on that, then that's our fault at the end of the day. And Nick Wright of uh, Fox Sports 
uh, tweets this out. Giannis obviously has flaws as a player, and the Heat have some really See? good players and one excellent yep. player. But if you flip Spolstra and Boonholzer, and even with the Giannis injury, the Bucks win this series in five. And if you make the flip a year ago, they do it at the de- as the defending champions. They better vocally start sticking up for Giannis, or else he's not going to be considered one of the top echelon guys. Well, that- he he went after Boonholzer more than he went after Giannis. But I, I mean, he he's saying if they would have had Spolstra, they would have won it last year. They would have won the championship last year with that Bucks team, and they would have ended this series in five even without Giannis in Game big, Four. Big tipping point for for the Bucks and Giannis. It is. It's a no big, question. Big tipping point right now. Yep. I take a quick time out. We'll come back. Mike Southside, Reese in Phoenix. You guys are up next. Plus, we'll hear from Giannis. He brought up his future. You don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. Heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Brought to you by the Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Pick and Save Pro's post-game show. See Sparky Pfeiffer along with the Bayview Shade and Blind post-game show. The franchise, Tim Allen. Brewers lose 8-3. to three, And, uh, yeah, pitching Horrible. had been Horrible. good, but offense well, it, still no, stinks. It's, it's still the offense. Come on, guys. Yeah, we'll get more into the, some Brewers conversation. Right now, it's saying farewell to the Bucks for sure. Bucks season done. This will be our last combo show. Uh, 103-94 heat over the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Season over for the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll hear from Giannis. He addressed his future. I was told. I've not heard it, but that's what I was told. So stay tuned for that first. I get a couple calls in here quick. Mike Southside, you've been on hold for a while. You're next uh, on the fan. What's up, Mike? Hey, Spark. Hey, Tim. What's up? I predicted last Wednesday, one out of ten, I had a one. I think Sparky had a six. I went in the series. You know, I and I predicted what the fans would say if they lost this series. Fire the coach. Who are we going to sign? This is not the Yankees, the Cowboys, the Lakers. These owners don't have a money-making machine in the back room. It's a small market still. They have to sign Giannis. You can't just go, oh, Let's get him or him and him. They got to lick their wounds, regroup next year. And if you can get a free agent, Godspeed. Thanks for getting me in, guys. You betcha. Take care. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. I just <laughs> – it, it it is somewhat stunning. This, this may be an indicator to uh, what may happen in baseball. This right here because – there's some freaky things going on. If if the playoffs in baseball were to start today, it would have been the Dodgers against the Marlins in round one. Right. I mean, you figure that out. So could it be just this might be a little saving grace for you. Could, could it be, oh boy, that the Brewers squeeze into the playoffs and then they're the heat, they're the heat kind of team that just gets on a little bit of a run and knocks off a big dude? Sure, Tim. We'll go with that. Uh, let's go okay. to Reese in Phoenix here next to hear on the fan with the franchise Tim Allen and me, Steve Sparky Fife. Yeah, man, this this Bucks team, man, they just they didn't get it done, man. But they not far, you know, being you know top team last two years, man. They just they're lacking team speed, man. They had no one who can beat 
anyone on that Miami Heat team off the dribble, man. And it just the team speed was to me the key of that whole series, man. We just didn't have anybody who could, you know, take anyone off the dribble or create their own shot. But I was just thinking, man, and I want to know what you think. What about going after John Wall, man? Washington's been trying to get off that contract for years, man. I, I, this is desperate times, man. We got to keep this window open for Giannis. So what do you think about that? Yeah, you got to do whatever you can to keep the window open for Giannis. And you look at Cleveland and LeBron James, right? I mean, they thought they had done everything for him or as much as they could, uh, and it wasn't enough, and he went to Miami. Now, fortunately, he came back later. Uh, and it really all is all going to just come down to whether or not Giannis thinks that, you know, whether or not he thinks they have done all they could to put him in a position to win a championship. That's really what it comes down to. And the other thing is his sense of loyalty it appears stronger than any other person we've seen come across professional sports recently. Yeah. Like he has no intention of ever leaving, or at least that's what he has said to this point. During the year, he has said nothing about this situation coming up in the offseason, nothing at all, didn't want to talk about it. Uh, and now we're going to hear from him right now here on yep. the Picketate Pro Hoops postgame show. Here is Giannis after the game, and I was told he does bring up the future. Um, you know, try to get ready for the game, uh, try to do whatever is necessary to uh, put my body in a position to play. Um, but, yeah, after I did my treatment, I woke up. Did my treatment, got my lift in. Uh, we talked as a as a team, uh, the physio team, and uh, they told me that uh, the right decision for me is not to play the game. And um, you know, I sprained the, my ankle in the game three, I think. Uh, did not supposed to play game four. Played game four, sprained it again. Uh, so I thought the best. Uh, the best for me right now is to not play game five and get ready for game six. So, you know, I did my pre-game warm-up. I did everything, got my lifting. You know, uh, mentally, it was a it was a battle. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to trust your teammates. And that's what we I did. And that's what I decided to do. At the last guys. Giannis, I know it's still, you know, fresh, but, you know, what are your, your primary thoughts as you look back on this season and on your guys' time in the bubble? Uh, you know, as a team, we had fun. Uh, I think we enjoy every um, minute, second in the bubble. Uh, obviously, playing in a place like this with no family, no fans, uh, it, it was tough. Uh, obviously, that's not an excuse. It's tough for everybody. Uh, but um, looking back to the bubble, obviously, and nobody's gonna be happy you now for the outcome that uh, we had uh, in that playoff run. Uh, but at the end of the day, you gotta learn from everything uh, that goes on in uh, your life and in your career. And uh, hopefully, we can learn from this and um, you know get better as a team and uh, come back and hopefully we can build a. A culture in Milwaukee that uh, for many years that we can come out here and compete every year for the for the championship. Eric, name. Giannis, why do you think this team didn't end up looking like the team that they were before the bubble? Like you got, you guys just didn't look like that team that we saw in March before the stoppage in play. Why do you think that is? <sighs> 
Oh, no. Um, if, I, if I had the answer, I would have, you know, um, tell my team, figure out myself, and uh, make a, our team look the way we look. But at the end of the day, we tried to be ourselves. There was a moment that we looked like ourselves, and uh, both, I think as um, an individually and as a team, we wasn't able to uh, sustain it. Uh, having no crowd, no fans, and playing, not playing in front of 20,000 people, that gives um, me, um, the bench, uh, you know, uh, more energy, obviously, the effects, uh, because I feel like we have a young team, our bench mob, uh, you know, feeds, uh, feeds themselves through the energy of the crowd and fans know and that. And uh, um, obviously, being here and playing in front of 20, uh, 20 people, 20 cameramen, probably affect us a little bit and uh but at the end of the day, as i said that everybody every team went through that and it wasn't just us uh, but it maybe affected us a little bit more dan wakey Giannis, over here. You, you guys obviously are super disappointed with the end result but you were also involved in something incredibly historic while you were here how do you balance those two emotions on the way out Oh, obviously, uh, it's hard. It's hard to balance those two. Uh, but at the end of the day, what we did uh, against uh, the game in Orlando, speaking of basketball, uh, we choose as a team to uh, do both. Um, is it hard to do both? Yes, it's, it's hard to do both. But that's what we chose as a team to stand out for something that's bigger than basketball. Stand, stand out for uh, something that we believe, and uh, at the same time, play basketball. But it's not easy. Malika? Giannis, we've heard your teammates over and over again say over these last two games that yes. they felt that they needed to do something for you. They needed to support you the way you've supported them. What does that mean to you to have guys who feel like what they, what they want to do is prove to you that they can help you? Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, it's a great feeling and having a um, your team going out there and uh, try to play for you also, but you know, they don't have to do that for me, man. They, they worked hard all year long. They deserve to be in this position. Everybody, I deserve to be in this position. They deserve to be in this position. So, you know, I wanted them. I wanted them to do it for them. You know, because uh, as I said, you know, when a guy go down and we we brothers, you know, we're a team. We lose together. We win together, and. Uh, um, you know, that's the mentality we have as a team, and, uh, and that's why I love my teammates. That's why I play hard for my teammates, and they, they do the same for, for me also. They have my back, I have their back. Time for two more. Let's go to Kane Pittman. Hey, Giannis. Uh, you sort of spoke about the, the 24 hours leading up to the game and the pregame. Um, to this point, you, you've been relatively fortunate, I guess, not to miss too many games with injuries. When you get to this game, the season's on the line, you're hoping that they can hang on, so maybe you get an opportunity. What What are some of the emotions and feelings you're feeling not being able to to do anything on court? Uh, I kind of feel lost, um, to be honest with you. Uh, but you know, if it's you know, if it's up to me, I I play with uh, with one like one leg. I really don't care. But at the end of the day, you know, we we have people in the team that sometimes. They have bigger say than you, and uh, they have to protect you. They have to protect your health, no matter what. Um, and you know, it's good because you know there's a lot of uh, cases in, uh, in previous cases uh, in the past that uh, they put 
you know, the team over the, the player's health. And, um, you know, I love my organization for that. I appreciate that. Um, they protected me. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I want to play. You know, everybody, you know I want to play. I know I want to play. My coach know I want to play. But uh, at the end of the day, um, my organization put my health over the um, game five. And um, that's, big, that's big for me. Last one is Zora Stevenson. Giannis, your teammates always talk about the fact that they feed off of your energy and, and then you kind of reciprocate that back. So I'm wondering, what have you learned? What's the impact maybe on the court or off the court that the guys in that locker room have had on you in this past year? Um, uh, no. I play, I play every game, every game, every day I step on the floor, every practice, you know, I play for myself. Uh, I represent my family, but at the end of the day, I represent my teammates. Um, you know, as a player, since I was a little kid, I always did that. I never wanted to let my teammates down. And uh, we had great vets that uh, were able to um, coach me through this journey this year and told me to be more vocal, uh, the same way that I'm on the court and I give them energy and I take energy from them. I got to do the same thing off the court. Uh, uh, and it was, it was just like, it, 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 it was, it's hard. It's hard because uh, as a person, I try to uh, uh, be alone, be left alone. Uh, but at the end of the day, the goal is to always to win a championship. And uh, you can't do that alone. You got to do it with your teammates. And uh, as I said, I had great vets that, you know, Coach me through this whole journey, and I'll learn a lot from them. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so the Bucks come up on the losing end to the Miami Heat, 103-94. to Matt Valeskas joins Tim Allen and myself now as we do combo postgame shows tonight. Uh, your thoughts on what Giannis had to say there after the game, Matt? You know, I think it's all stuff we've heard before. Um, we, we've heard him say uh, very similar things. Like we know, uh, referring to the game tonight, like we know that he wanted to play. We know he would play if he could. Uh, I, I think it was a, you know, uh, either a smart move or just kind of a genuine move by him to say, you know, that he appreciated the team protecting him and that, you know, there have been situations in the past with other players where, you know, they've played injured and, and it hasn't gone well. And, and he understands that. Um, but he, he would have gone out there if, if he hadn't been checked. Um, you know, and I think it, it made sense for the Bucks not to play him considering the extent of his injury the past couple games. And then, you know, referring to wanting to build a culture and play for championships in Milwaukee, I think, you know, we've heard that. I mean, he's been there for seven seasons now. Uh, so we've heard that for basically seven seasons. And, you know, I, I don't think it necessarily closes the door on any off-season discussions that will be had uh, with his name flowing around, different ideas of what, what will he do, what won't he do, what could he do, where could he go, should he stay, will he stay, all that stuff. It's still going to happen. People are still going to talk about it. 
Um, but, you know, he, he's still on record as, as saying that he wants to continue to build something. Uh, and we'll just have to see what happens, you know, if he decides to sign the Supermax or, or not. Or, you know, not, that's not necessarily the death knell. Um, you know, he could want to sign later when they figure out the numbers for the future. I mean, these are all discussions for a future time. Um, but th- there's still plenty of time for, for, for discussions, even though we now know, obviously, what Giannis feels, which is what he's always felt. Matt, Tim here. Uh, your thoughts on uh, both MVPs not playing in tonight's games. You got Ryan Braun. You got, I'm just kidding. And you got Giannis. No, I'm kidding. Uh, people are going to want to play the blame game here for the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. And, and one of our last callers, Matt, just said that they, and, and it rung true to me, and I agree with it, they've been one of the best teams in the NBA the last two years. How much adjustments are needed to get them over the top? Well, I mean, I, I think that, you know, you could look at it the the way that it was kind of, you know, phrased last year or the way they looked at it last year, which was like, well, they just ran into a, a bad shooting stretch at the wrong time, right? Like, you know, Bledsoe went cold, Miritich went cold, everybody went cold, and they shot poorly against the Raptors, uh, and, and they lost. Well, the problem is that this year it also happened. Like, you know, fool me once, shame on you, uh, yeah. fool me twice. You know, it's kind of the, the same same song and dance where they ran into a team they figured out how to defend them, and they had no answer for it. Um, and, and so I think that's the big issue, is that when you have a team, you know, a, a high-level team, a team with a really good defense, with, with the kind of guys who can make you work and, and make you struggle, um, you need to be able to have counters and be able to do different things. And, and we just didn't see enough of that from the Bucks. And, and yes, like, they were in, you know, all those games. Game one, they were up by a bunch. They led most of the game. And then Jimmy Butler took them, he took them apart in, in the fourth quarter. Game two, they were... You know, a hand touch away from going to overtime. Uh, you know, game three, uh, you know, another close game. You know, for a lot of, I mean, they're up by 12 going into the fourth quarter. So like, some of the things that they were doing were working. Uh, but when when it came down to crunch time, when it came down to winning time and, and figuring things out, uh, they weren't able to do that do that enough. And a lot of that was issues on the offensive end, which is that a, the fault of you know the front office for not getting enough guys who could who can get you buckets? Uh, maybe. Uh, is it the fault of, of Bud for, you know, not finding different ways to scheme his guys open and give them opportunities to score? I, I think that could be part of it, too. Is there fault on the guys on the court for not executing when they either had open shots or finding ways to get themselves open uh, or just kind of, you know, turning the ball over, doing different things that don't work? Yeah, I think there's plenty of blame to go around. Um, and, and, you know, the the thing that the Bucks need to do is figure out, okay, you know, we, we haven't made it to the finish line that we wanted to each of the past two seasons. What do we need to do this off season to prepare for whatever next season looks like to have the best team possible to try and, you know, go go further in the playoffs and, and get to the final? Okay, so let's talk about Bud for a second because already there are people calling for Bud's job. Already Nick Wright from Fox uh, Sports is saying that if they would have had Eric Spolster, they would have won the championship last year. They would have won this series in five with or without Giannis at this point. Uh, so already there's heat on Bud from the national media. We have the wild card Mark Lazary in charge of this organization now as well. Plus tonight during the game, Billy Donovan and apparently Oklahoma City can't come to terms on a deal, so he's out. Already from Warjanowski of ESPN that the Bulls have interest. Uh, it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the whole wide world to see Mark Lazary make a move and go get Billy Donovan, I got to be honest. I mean, it's his money on the line, right? Yep. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be, you know, that's obviously him and, and Wes Edens, Jamie Dynan, and all those guys, you know. But right now, uh, they would be, uh, you know, having to pay Bud for two years not to coach, right? Like he's under contract for four years. He's coached two of them. 
if they decide to move on, I'm not saying that's the right answer or the or the wrong answer, but if they made that decision, they'd have to eat that money. Uh, and then also probably pay a pretty penny to get somebody else to come in. And you'd better believe, you know, that that person better be the right person. Otherwise, you know, you're, you're in for a world of trouble, right? Um, so it, it's going to be a, a fascinating offseason for the Bucks. Um, it, it, there are a lot of decisions to make, obviously, you know, Bud's future could definitely be one of them. Um, you know, they have a lot of roster retooling and obviously Giannis's situation lingering over everything. Um, you know, I, I don't have all the right answers. I don't know all, all the right answers, but you know, the Bucks had better figure out what those right answers are, um, between now and the start of next year, because, you know, obviously it's never been more important. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. And the other thing that, that plays into all of this is now that free agency gets pushed back, according to reports, the draft gets pushed back. We're assuming the season uh, is going to get pushed back as well. Is all of this additional time, do you think, a good thing uh, or a bad thing in regards to Giannis signing this extension going forward? I mean, I, I don't think it's neither here nor there. Um, I, I don't think it's going to necessarily um, change things. Uh you know, there there is reason to believe that he could he could not sign the extension, but still remain in Milwaukee on a different type of deal. Um, you know, because you want to see what what the future is going to hold in terms of the cap. You know, with the supermax starting at 35% of the cap in, in 2021, 2022, for whatever that season is going to be, you want to know what that number is going to be before you make a decision, right? Unless he he's fully committed one way or the other, like you you kind of want to look at what the numbers are. Um, because maybe you want to sign a one-year deal or sign a three-year deal so that you can, you know, either one year to to give yourself a better opportunity to make more money uh, with a Supermax if the cap is able to go up in the future or a three-year deal so you can get closer. You know, I think you would get to his, his 10 years of service and then you'd be able to, able to get the maximum amount of money uh, that anybody can get, you know, the, the Super Duper Max or whatever that is. Um, you know, so there, there are a lot of different things that can happen. Uh, I, I think he'll have time to you know, reflect and think about what he wants and where he wants to go and have conversations with, you know, all the most important people in the, in the franchise to figure out, okay, are we on the same page? Uh, and, and then we'll have to see where it goes. But I, I think, you know, whenever a free agency starts, uh, whether it's, you know, October, November, December, whatever it is, uh, I, I think it's neither here nor there. Matt, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll enjoy reading all your off-season stuff as well. Thanks for coming on and having another great season with us on the post-game show. You bet. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed uh, hanging out with you after every game. It's good stuff. Take care. There he is, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sutton like joining us. Uh, always good stuff whenever you talk to Matt Velasquez. Uh, the Chevy MVP of the game. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer at WisconsinDrivesChevy.com. Uh, and now that is the question really at this point because we know one thing. It's definitely not Eric Bledsoe after how poorly he played tonight. So we know that's not necessarily going to be him. Uh, Middleton didn't play all that well either, uh, I guess. I Do I dare say? Dante DiVincenzo, I guess, your MVP yeah. of the game. 5 of 9, 3 of 6 from 3, 4 of 5 from the line. 17 points, 4 boards, an assist, a steal, couple of turnovers. So Dante DiVincenzo, your uh, Chevy MVP of the game tonight. All right, that will do it uh, for us talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. But up next, Tim Allen, you got some more of that Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show talking about those Brewers who lost. Yeah, they they did. And and we'll hear from manager Craig Council, Adrian Hauser going in the wrong direction, guys. I, I Just to finish up on what Matt had said, I, I thought it was 
uh, pretty interesting when he said there's plenty of blame to go around uh, with this Bucks squad. And he, and he, you know, kind of finger-tapped it out there for us. One, two, there's blame on this, blame on that. I'm not sure about that, guys. I, I don't think that the wholesale change of a new coach and, and a wholesale change with that roster is warranted. I would give them one more try. I really would. They're, they're clearly one of the better teams in the NBA. Sooner or later, they got to break through. I'd give them one more chance. But is your coach... Doug Collins. Is he Doug Collins Jr. where he can't finish in the postseason? Is he Marty Schottenheimer, Timmy? Andy Reid figured it out, didn't he? Marty Schottenheimer didn't. uh, Or Marv Levy, for that fact. All right, that'll do it uh, for tonight's show. Tim Allen will tell you how the Brewers are still going to make the playoffs. Three-game losing skid, but (laughs) he's got some sunshine for you. Coming up next, Bayview Shannon Blind postgame show. Time to talk some Brewers baseball here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.